0: Welcome to Doom Scroll. I'm one of your hosts, Lisa Curry.
1: Hey, and I'm Matthew Sheffield. Thanks for being here, everybody. And we are joined today by a hilarious and very smart friend of mine, Ina, who is a podcaster and Twitter impresario. So, thanks for being here, Ina.
2: <laughs> Thank you for having me and for that kind introduction.
1: Yeah. Well, there's so much to talk about here today.
0: There are always. You, is. Uh,
1: Oh, there really is. But you want to do the first story, Lisa?
0: Sure. Uh, Far-right Republicans in the House want a government shutdown. Uh, they want a government shutdown and they want to impeach Biden. And I feel like, is it? It feels like every couple of months there's like an impending government shutdown. And the news is all like, if we don't give politicians the money they want, they're going to shut it down. What? <laughs> How uh, is yeah, that a thing? <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, it's like living in a political version of Groundhog Day, but like infinitely more evil. Uh.
0: <laughs> it's also like, since when? I how, how can you seriously be like, I mean, I, I understand, I guess, the mechanics of it. But just do your fucking jobs. Just, what? Why? It's also like wasting news cycles. Like, there's so much going on in the world, and we're talking about how they're a bunch of whiny bait. I mean, not like I'm not complaining about us talking about it, but I'm saying like there's actual news coverage devoted to them saying they're just not going to be doing their jobs, I guess. Like, no, just do
1: your job. Well, does this see- happen to other places? <laughs> actually you know what that's a good question for Ina since you are our token Canadian for the day here does how are the sorry, are the...
2: sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah the no but like the the Tories in Canada they're not as crazy as the Republicans are they not saying they're great oh, okay you tell so us. <laughs>
2: they're not as crazy but so since bar. the election of Trump mm-hmm. I feel like it has opened the floodgates and emboldened like right-wingers everywhere to become crazier and crazier Mm -hmm. so we're also having this transphobic backlash currently and they're making the everyday news cycle about that and during pride month we had like a christian organization kind of pair up with like right-wing Muslim immigrants and do the anti-LGBTQ inclusivity in school thing. So it's very much like the same issues that play here. And when something really bad happens in the States, it does feel very threatening to us here because mm. it definitely has an impact like that, an effect.
1: Yeah. Who, who would have thought that, you know, exporting ass hattery, would become a, a a leading American thing.
2: <laughs> to be know, fair, but... though, to be sorry, failed, <laughs> we have our own King Ass Hat that we have <laughs> exported around everywhere. Jordan, the Peterson, you may have heard of his deranged yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. Yes, he is a Canadian. Yes, I. I blame you personally for that. I,
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, if I can take all the credit for it, but. Yeah,
1: well, ac- well, you mentioned, though, you're with, the, with this kind of t- trying to team up of Christian supremacists and Islamic supremacists uh, to go after trans people or LGBTQ people. Now, you actually yourself had apparently had a brush with that a little bit with your, you wrote a kid's book that people are trying to censor now right
2: (laughs) for the past decade almost like i wrote a book called my chacha is gay which is set in pakistan and chacha means paternal uncle so basically it's from the perspective of, of a little boy and you can find the whole thing on youtube and just kind of watch what the little pages and pictures say and there's no mention of like sex or sexuality i mean i guess there's mention of Chacha being gay, but beyond that, there's nothing.
1: Oh, and not religion either.
2: There's no matter. mention of religion, but because it's set in Pakistan, I guess. Well, you should say of-
1: that you are Pakistani also. You should yeah,
2: of course. That. I Yeah, I uh-huh. am a Pakistani Canadian, and I used to write the only sex blog from uh, Pakistani perspective oh, like, wow. for several years. Yeah. That's where my like handle at nice mangoes comes from. It's like <laughs> not really relevant to what I talk about today, but back in the day, <laughs> that's what I used Gotta to keep do. Your brand. <laughs> yeah. And so I wrote that book about nine years ago and it took on a life of its own. The school boards here, there was a couple of school boards that embraced it and read it out in assemblies on large screens. And then it became viral and it was featured in BuzzFeed and a whole bunch of stuff happened. And then backlash happened, right? Like people started mm-hmm. uh, sending me threats. Uh, part of why I'm still anonymous is because of the constant death threats, right? Like mm-hmm. people said I was worse than Salman Rushdie and uh, Satan's daughter. And I deserved for to literally
1: to a, a kid's book
0: <laughs> for literally a cannot- kid. Like, and I know, I'm sure we've all had this thought, but what I can never wrap my mind around is the violence of the, like this, the fringe right-wing religious people with the, because I've gotten a number of death threats from them as well. And I'm like, what, I mean, not, I'm sure not to the extent that you have, but it's like, (laughs) what isn't this like counter to everything you believe i mean how are you well i remember we're
1: the snowflakes where are the snowflakes we're the ones who who apparently cannot bear to hear conflicting ideas (laughs) right
0: right Mm -hmm.
1: that's the thing that always gets me but so yeah and so apparently somebody was trying to they were talking about you you sent me a a tweet from what was it may Yeah. so
2: now in the uk it's actually caused quite a ruckus because i guess british pakistani conservatives have really taken offense to it and you see it featured on local podcasts and parents protesting in front of schools and back like when i first originally wrote it people threatened to sue the school boards here and they they did they had it shut down like there was no more mention of it in schools again
1: they're against cancel culture, though. Of yeah, course. of course.
2: <laughs> <important>. <laughs> Completely consistent and non hypocritical <laughs> people that they are.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, there are books and movies about helping kids understand that gay people exist and yep. you know, have a, a right to ah. exist. I know, right? But it, apparently they're not just trying to censor that stuff in books like yours, but Dennis Prager and his Prager You thing have now decided to get into school curriculums
2: which is just horrifying
1: it is like well and 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 so i i, t- I took a deep dive over the weekend into this stuff because i had oh, seen no. people talk about prager you kids and and i and i would read about it and they talked about it this is they are saying racist stuff and political republican propaganda and whatnot and i was like well just for the hell of it let me just go in here and see what else is in here mm-hmm. and i was shocked to find that it's like it filled with fundamentalist Christianity videos, and so, these yeah, are videos so that are in public propaganda.
2: schools. Propaganda. They're against people indoctrinating <laughs> children, is what I hear.
1: So, yes,
0: that, that is be. what you hear. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. Is, you hear lies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. it is like it's so psychotic because it's like just leave it. it I I think at the end, the thing that is at the core of everything that like these fringe conservatives do that that I can't understand is the time they are wasting on earth. The test scores are going down because we're selling book contracts to nonsense bookmakers and and shit like this is happening. It's like you're not – aren't we supposed to be striving for – better education <laughs> like, this isn't well the problem with school wasn't that kids weren't learning enough about christianity they're getting shot like that's kind of the number one problem right now
1: right well yeah well and i mean it, it and to be honest like they actually do have a, a logic quote unquote response oh, no. to that lisa do you want to mm-hmm. hear it
0: <laughs> sure hit me with it uh,
1: okay so according to them Religious propaganda has to be taught in schools because otherwise, you'll have school shootings. That if people fear that Jesus is going to kill them, then they won't kill their classmates. Apparently, yeah.
0: Uh, here's the thing. Here's what's crazy. Also, about and I'm going to say that for everything, and then it's like, no, that it's all crazy. We we had a nice chunk of time where there was no there were no school shootings and there was also not religion in school like th- this is what kills me because older generations are are they like forgetting that this is a new this is a relatively new thing that's been happening this hasn't been happening since schools were around and it's like Let's look at what has changed in that time. Guns are yeah, it's, easier to it's access. More guns. <laughs> it's that that's it. That's it. That's the end of that's all of the research. We've done it, folks. We fixed it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and no, it it, it it's but the, yeah, they don't know anything about other countries. I mean, that's I think well, you 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 can probably attest to that, right? I know that Americans don't know anything about Canada. Do (laughs) do we know anything about you guys?
2: (laughs) Well, I actually am a Pakistani who grew up in Saudi Arabia and then moved and then immigrated to Canada. So I can safely say that in my experience, um, many, not all, absolutely not all, but many Americans that I have come across have not known much about any of the three countries actually I would say Mm -hmm. North Americans generally, like when I moved to Canada around when I started uni, I would like just say absolutely absurd shit to see if people would believe me sometimes. So (laughs) what's life like in Saudi Arabia? Like, yeah, we each live in a pyramid and I got my first camel (laughs) at 18 and... (laughs) And, someone and would, some you. people would be like, yeah, wow, yeah. So what was it like going to school on a camel? And was your school in a pyramid? <laughs> and obviously these things don't make sense. But people did, like, I don't know if they were being polite and just humoring me, but it seemed like they believed me.
0: That's funny. <laughs> yeah, they don't. It's, it is, it's wild to me that people get... It, 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 the hillbillies in this country that know the least about the world have the most opinions on how the united states should interact with the rest of the world and i'm like you could you couldn't find it on a map i yeah, don't know of course
2: i did an episode on orientalism like several years ago and it was it was a really fun chat and we talked and sometime after disney's aladdin was released oh, They. Interviewed people and asked them if the U.S. should bomb agrabah that is the mm-hmm. fictional city in mm-hmm. Aladdin, <laughs> and I think a surprise. I don't remember the exact figures anymore, but if anyone Google's it, I'm sure they'll find it pretty quickly. I think I do recall that.
1: Yeah,
2: a lot of people and a surprising number of Democrats too were like, "Yeah, yeah, we should."
1: <laughs> so. That was-
2: Across the board, it's pretty bad.
0: Well, remember after Borat came out, there was a number of people that thought Kazakhstan was a made-up country for the movie Borat.
1: Oh, I did not know that. That's really... Oh, my God. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> I'm like, we're the most embarrassing nation. Everyone, put your phones down. Go into the woods. Don't communicate with people outside. <laughs> this is bad.
2: I was in your wonderful country just recently, a couple of weeks ago, I went Mm -hmm. to Texas for the first time. And Mm -hmm. that was a very interesting experience because I've been to like Chicago, New York, LA, Mm -hmm. and that's not that different from Toronto, but Texas sure was. I was in Houston and I think the highlight of my trip was a visit to Hobby Lobby. (laughs) <laughs> because I had never seen anything like that before. Like they had a whole really? Bible section. There was like different kinds of Bibles, like different I, I don't know if it was curated best, but there's like a comic book kind of Bible called mm. the Action Bible. There's like a teen girls bible, which had like a bunch of like pastel Wait, Jesus
1: on the cover with his shirt off. Is that what that is? <laughs>
2: Something like that. Yeah.
1: Hilarious.
2: And uh, there was a busy mom's Bible. Like they had tried to market it in so many different ways. It was hilarious. And then there was a sale on crosses that were 50% off. And okay, uh, that seems way.
0: blasphemous now. It you should seems- be able to pay full <laughs> price for the Lord, right? <laughs> it should be it's-
1: free.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so much gun themed home decor, like a rifle shaped lamp, a uh, pistol shaped toilet paper it's just not
0: even cute this is that's my problem with it is somebody (laughs) who really likes design that's just yeah yeah i know it's so so tacky tacky.
1: but so some of the prager U stuff though like the videos that they're putting out like they they have this thing that they're called leo and layla's history adventures
2: yeah and then you know it is about a fourth of them
1: are with bible characters
2: and also why do they have pink and blue hair? I thought blue haired SJWs were something to make fun of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, see, and I think it's, and I, it's okay in this one instance because, well, it's okay if they do anything by definition. Of course. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in this case, it's especially okay because Leo, the boy, is blue and <laughs> Layla, the girl, is pink. So... They're enforcing traditional gender norms.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of annoying couples, (laughs) is that a good transition? We got it there. Uh, They're siblings, uh, but okay, sure. We are talking about
1: right wingers here now. Right, right, exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you caught this, Ina, but this was this is a big has gotten a lot of chatter in Los Angeles. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher wrote letters pleading with a judge about (sighs) Danny Masterson and then later they were like they released their horseshit video where they're like no but like we weren't arguing with the case or anything we believe victims then why did you write the letters that doesn't I just I
2: just watched their video like 10 minutes before our conversation and then I looked up the letters and I read them and it doesn't line up what they're saying that we didn't mean to undermine the victims or whatever because their letters are filled with like he has been nothing but a role model Mm -hmm. and exemplary character and just Mm -hmm. such a good human being Mm -hmm. and he got to work on time and he didn't do drugs. (laughs) Yeah but what about the part where he raped multiple people?
0: This is the thing. It's so, it's, uh, I want to put my head through a fucking wall every time I hear somebody excusing a rapist or uh, like an otherwise bad person. They're like, well, they were never like that with me. No shit. Yeah. No shit. (laughs) Yeah. He
1: didn't rape someone in front of me. Like, that's literally what you're saying. (laughs) I mean, like the most, if I hear something about
0: somebody that I like, I'm like, I hope that's not true. Yeah. I really hope that's not true. And there's somebody that was accused of not rape, but bad behavior. Mm-hmm. To to summarize it for this, who is somebody that I am friendly with. And so I was like, I'm not gonna I felt really awkward about the whole thing. And I'm like, I'm not gonna speak up and go at like everybody was piling on online and was like, fuck this person. And I'm like, I'm not going to add to that, but I will never ever publicly defend them either. yeah Like that's their, that's your fucking,
2: that's the least
0: a person can do, I think
2: is just not defend them. or Yeah. And like also not
0: defending them privately. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I feel really weird about it because we've been friendly and they've helped me with some things. So I just am not going to say anything because I'm like, I don't know. Uh It feels fucked up. It feels like a betrayal of your friendship. It's okay. Well, it's okay
1: to say nothing. It's okay. Yes, it's actually. It's (laughs) also
0: free. I'm sure their PR team for Mila and Ashton cost them a lot of money to come up with that janky statement that was like
2: lawyered language.
0: Yes, yes, it was so horrendous and so. I mean, for a couple of actors, that was the most unnatural acting I've ever seen yeah they're like I mean, treating one sentence well, guys that's not how anyone speaks they have to have known that this would blow
2: back on them right like they can't expect that people would just be like oh yeah that was just for the oh i don't eyes. think they
1: thought it would i don't really think. i mean it's possible that maybe they thought that that would only be for the court for the judge sure. to see like mm-hmm. that's that's what i think And the judge was probably. like i'm
0: putting this out there i don't know if they did. <laughs> My friend was telling me there's a theory that Ashton had some not great behavior and so they're afraid that Danny would be the first of a bunch of dominoes. And I don't that's yeah, just it wasn't rumor, but it. just in the interest of moving along so we could hit the other stories too, because that's I mean, that's horrendous. The US Copyright Board denied request to copyright a mid journey painting that won an art fair, and I am so happy to hear that. There was a friend of mine that this past week, she does voiceover for animation and she commissioned somebody to do, to draw one of her characters. And she paid like $600 for the commission. And then they gave her an AI <gasps> done thing. And so now she's fighting them for her money back. She's like, no. Yeah, yeah. This is That's not
2: infuriating. I mean, it's so mm-hmm. absurd. That is not what any of us would think is like one of the first things to go. And it's, I hope it's only temporary, but it's weird to me that there's a market for this at all. Like the whole wonder of art is that it is human made. Yeah, It takes the magic out of it completely when you have like a machine making it, right? It's like the difference between someone hand painting this beautiful pattern and a computer just like automate, mm-hmm. automating this like repeated tile,
0: and it's like yeah, it's like the difference between cooking a meal on a stove and putting it in the microwave. It's not it's probably even greater than that. It's yeah, it's like it's not, it's not good. It's not real. Yeah.
1: What's,
0: it's in, I-
1: well, and it's, I mean, it's useful in some context, but that's also true yeah. with a vitamin pill or a TV dinner. Like, Hey, everybody, everybody does those once in a while or frequently.
2: Right. But like, uh, the. but you whole don't pass point, it
1: off as something great. So
2: like can, something's everything's weird. Everything's too smooth. Everything's mm-hmm. too like flattened and it just looks wrong. Like there was one example I was thinking of, right? So there's this, streaming platform that i have and we were looking through like the family section and i guess ai it uses ai to organize its categories like its genres and so there's like family shows animated shows and then there's like this my father murdered my mother or something like that (laughs) i guess it's picked Mm -hmm. up like the terms father and mother and put it in the family category right it's like some documentary about a murder and
0: it's like in the family that's really funny that reminds me i turned on netflix and maybe this is this is probably an ai thing but i turned on netflix recently and i was looking for like i was stoned and i wanted to watch some like children's programming Hmm. And so I went to the kids category and there was a Richard Pryor special in the middle of it. And I was like, I don't know <laughs> that Live at the Sunset Strip is the same
1: as Fantasia. But
0: I mean, <laughs> OK. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, and I guess in other sort of techno, techno legal news, Twitter launched a lawsuit against California. And the free speech platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, and 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 it's this is an example of of how the the right hand doesn't know what the far right hand is doing. I think because oh, interesting. so California, which is a democratic state, passed a law that said social media platforms need to provide transparency about people that they accuse of violating their rules, mm-hmm. and and a lot of people thought that that was not a good idea because the platforms have the right to decide what is allowed on them just in the same way that you, if you had your own website, you can moderate the comments and say that people, you don't like this person and they can, they need to go. And so most of the tech technology industry said, this is a bad law, but I guess they felt like, well, some people are just curious about why did they get kicked off or whatever. So anyway, this law passed in California and now Twitter is suing, or should I say X? God, um, no, is, suing, <laughs> <laughs> is suing California to say that they, they want to stop it from being enforced. And this is at the same time, mind you, that they're, that Elon Musk and other Republicans are going around claiming that they want the government to force their speech to be allowed no matter what they say and that everyone has to take it. But then here, on the other hand, Elon Musk is also Turning around and saying, Oh, and I also do not want to provide any accountability or transparency for when I kick people off. And it's just like again, like the the inconsistency is the consistency of reactionary mm-hmm. thinking.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. It's constant their hypocrisy.
1: Yeah, it's like, but and 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 that's why but I, I tell people like don't argue with a right winger that they're being hypocritical because they are hypocritical, like it's inherent. Yeah to who they are. That's part of why they're doing it. And 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 and, and I'm, I'm just looking at the lawsuit and just like, I, I agree with them that this law shouldn't have been passed. So like, I can see why people would not want to disclose what they're doing. So... I think uh, it could be even
0: simpler than that too. That like, in order for them to deliver, here's what the rules are. They need to hire somebody that draws up what the rules are. And he simply is not going to do that. They're running it hmm. on... Fumes and he just doesn't care. Like, this is his place to feel cool and funny. It's he's so I, and when that
2: doesn't work out, he just blames the Jews. And
0: when, yeah, and when that doesn't work (laughs) out, then he starts getting involved in the Russia Ukraine war, apparently. I don't know if you guys saw that. That was a big story this last week, too.
2: Just unhinged. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, well, uh, and there's that, that, that biography of him from Walter Isaacson that basically says this was somebody who was on the autism spectrum, who was bullied as a kid, and instead of taking him to therapy, his parents gave him lots of money. And now he hates the world and hates humanity and is going to buy up as many things as he can to force people to like that
2: him. I also don't care that... To oh, people who actually are on the spectrum, right? Like when people... Try to use
1: that as an excuse. Oh yeah. Well, it's not an excuse, but like he needed to understand how to deal with other people and perceive other people's feelings and thoughts. I mean, that's just part of the, of how it is. And he didn't have that. And like, this is what happens. And I mean, but, but in a lot of ways, like, I mean, like when you look at 4chan or whatever, like they call themselves weaponized autism. Like, that's what they call themselves.
0: Oh my god!
1: Yeah, and yep. like when, when, like the right wing has basically decided that it's 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 turned into people with mental health problems being led by other people with mental health problems, or just sociopaths in general. And and yeah. they're owning it, like, and they're like that's what they're going for. And it's it's just sick, man. And and we need to start saying that more. I feel like.
2: Has there ever been billions? a better example of why someone should not have that much wealth and power? Yeah, in, like,
1: of too much money. Yeah,
2: yeah. There mm-hmm. has never been a better example of why billionaires suck.
1: Yeah, he's like a modern day Caligula, basically, is what Elon Musk.
2: Yeah, we should not <laughs> exist like just based on their whims and so much of our life is affected by whatever mm-hmm. they decide it's horrendous
1: well they, and, so, and they also yeah. fuck over their own people like that's that's yeah. the thing that elon's blue check worshiper cult worshipers yeah. like i have to say Ina, i have enjoyed every minute of brett weinstein uh <laughs> being blocked about mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh, about how he doesn't get enough retweets on his <laughs> post and so now elon is censoring him <laughs> and it's like no dude <laughs> Your tweets just suck and no one actually likes you. You're just useful to them once in a while.
2: <laughs> right. Remember uh, how happy he was when Elon came into power?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was going to be his savior. But but that's the thing. Like Elon and all these oligarchs, they're out for themselves. They're not they yeah. don't give a fuck about your religion or your COVID conspiracies or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. or stupid thing you believe in. They don't give a shit about any of it. They just want more money and like they're addicted to it. They have a literal addiction to money. And so if they have to step on you, if they have maybe to, maybe that's you, why I'm broke. Cause I don't they have I to jail to you. My addiction. <laughs> <laughs> then they're going to do that. Right. And like that, that's, there's nothing that you can do that will make it's. It's the same thing with Trump. Like people think like, so many people get into business with Donald Trump and they're like, Oh, well those other people got screwed over, but not me. I'm not going to get screwed over. I mm-hmm. am too smart. I am too good of a person and yeah. I'm going to be fine. And they never are.
0: <laughs> I mean, and I think that there's are. there's sort of a version of that, that line of thinking happening. I'll say on the left right now with the, the, our next news item with Drew Barrymore, mm. <sighs> she started production of her fucking show again in the middle of a strike. And she's trying yeah. to claim that it's strike compliant and it's it's not because I th- I believe she's not WGA. So if her writers don't work, if it were just a writer strike, if her writers weren't working, she could sit and do whatever fluff on TV. But there's also a SAG strike and she's mm-hmm. in SAG and her guests are in fucking SAG. And so it's like you are you are. Breaking the strikes, you are Mm. you are scabbing, you asshole. And she's like, was going on about how, like, on her Instagram about how hard it's been. And I'm like, yeah, I know friends that are losing their housing. Mm. I'm living with a friend right now. A friend of mine had to sell her house. I've had friends leave the city of Los Angeles and Mm. just be like, I don't know when I'll be able to afford to come back. Drew Barrymore's been a millionaire since she was like four. I'm like, Mm I'm not, I'm not hearing it. I don't care. You are not suffering.
1: Yeah. Well, and mm-hmm. then she inspired other shows to come back. Like mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's the goal of of the studios that trying to make things so awful for everyone else that everybody's just like, okay, well, we'll, we'll come back anyway. And like, I mean, this is just this, they do, this happens every single time whenever there is a strike. And so mm-hmm. now the CBS show, the talk has said they're coming back. Jennifer Hudson, the thing is I think back. that they
0: were all going to and they were just waiting for somebody to announce and they and I think Drew was the sacrificial lamb for them. Because they're like mm. she there's an entire generation my generation but loves her. But yeah, I think that that was the plan for all of them.
1: All right. Well, so I guess for the the last story we've got here today is that hostess the baked goods company known for Twinkies and Ho-Ho's and many other assorted junk food items is they are coming out of their second bankruptcy and they're being bought by Smucker's, which it's actually like, this is a a good story. You don't have too many of those, especially out of the business world. Um, I'm just thinking of like how awful all of that
0: tastes. (laughs) Both (laughs) of those, everything I'm like, like Smucker's Jam is... God bless them all. That's great. I, that's a good feel-good story. Maybe McDonald's yeah, well, will buy the both of them.
1: <laughs> uh, who knows? But yeah, they well and Smucker's though. Like I didn't know this until I read this story. Is that they own a whole bunch of other things? So they own Cafe Bustelo coffee, Dunkin' coffee, and I don't know if it's. I don't. I think it's just like the packaged Dunkin' coffee. I'm guessing they also own Fol- Folgers coffee, Jif. GF- mm-hmm. And uh, this they, they own milkbone and meow mix as well, so oh, uh, which indiscernible in flavor uh, from some of their other products I was gonna say they can they can combine them all into one and <laughs> they have a, we can finally have the dog Twinkie that, that everyone's dog would know and love, I'm sure, yeah, <laughs> I did <laughs> really. actually for my my dog, my girls gave her a birthday so she so we celebrate it for her every year on november
0: 17th (laughs) that's cute i i when i first moved to la i was hearing of people having dog like big dog birthday parties out here and i was like that's fucking ridiculous it's a dog and now i am not i'm having no plans to have children and i have a dog and i'm like (laughs) if i had the funds there would be a straight up Circus birthday like there would be <laughs> would be spending so much money on my dog's birthday because it's just fun
1: it is fun <laughs> she's yeah she's done and photo
0: shoots
1: that's right that's right but yeah and like no it, I have to say though the thing with the hostess though like they had gone bankrupt twice and they had managed to come out of it and, and it's apparently a 4.6 billion deal although it's the thing that there is the one little catch in it. And that is that they're taking out a bunch of loans. Like why can't you just have a merger where you're not taking out all this debt to buy a company? Like I could do that theoretically. <laughs> if I could yeah, somehow get somebody to get me a billion you, dollars.
0: Why didn't you Matt? You didn't, you don't want to <laughs> own junk food. <laughs> I, I,
1: I, I don't, I don't love that much. No, no. Uh, but yeah, I, I I don't know what it is. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not huge into those things, but like maybe once a year I'll eat one. And then I always afterward I'm like, oh, this is why I don't eat these things regularly. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah. it's good that they're out there and that they're gonna continue to be out there. <laughs> yeah, it's cute.
0: It's the American dream.
1: <laughs> That's right. And and maybe Canadian. I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah why not
0: yeah um, like, sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well okay so Ina tell people who uh, haven't who are listening to our show um, or watching it where, where can they find you and your stuff
2: you can find me on Twitter I'm still calling it that at nice mangoes no e in mm-hmm. mangoes and you can find me and my podcast on Spotify on Apple Podcasts on Google. Right, podcast. Say the
1: name of your podcast. You to do that. It's called
2: again. Polite Conversations," <laughs> and the conversations are sometimes a little less than polite.
0: But... <laughs> I'm <forward>. on board.
1: <laughs> All right, cool. And Lisa, you, you got anything you <laughs> want to tell people about?
0: Please find me on Instagram at Olympian Lisa Curry. And if you go to my website, LisaCurry.net, yes, it is unfortunate. I wasn't able to secure the .com. I'm not worried about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to LisaCurry.net, I have like my actual road dates. I'm in Vegas at the end of October. I think Colorado, the beginning of November. And then December, I'm in like Pittsburgh and all over West Virginia and Louisiana
1: Okay, you can find cool. me there. And, yeah. And uh, don't forget everybody to follow at doom scroll on Twitter and on Instagram. And then of course you can get more podcasts by going to flux.community Community as well. So, and then I'm also on Twitter and some other places under at Matt. Shepka. So that's it for this one. Thanks for being here. Ina. Yeah.
0: Thanks for being here. Um, for nice to meet you. Yeah. You too.
1: All right. We'll see everybody later.
0: Yeah,